Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
I was walking downtown one day. I saw a man who appeared to be just an old wild, sitting on the street, telling the people about Jesus as they passed by. And because he was all raggedy and dirty, people would just laugh and make fun of the old man and walk on by. And he said, because of the way I am, no money, no fancy clothes, fine homes and cars, a lot of people consider me as nothing. And he said, I don't know what I'm talking about. But there's one thing that he said that really touched my heart and stayed on my mind. When that old man looked up and said, I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody about somebody who can save anybody. He said, I'm just a nobody. Trying to tell everybody about somebody who can save anybody. And he said, I've had so many problems in my life that I just couldn't deal with. So I started drinking, thought it would help ease my pain. But things got worse. So I said, Lord, I I'm in your hand, and that's when my life began to change. But these people say I'm just a nobody, trying to tell everybody about somebody who can save anybody. I'm just a nobody. And he said, on the street day and night, that's my life, that's my home, ain't got nowhere else I can go, so I just walk the street and the people about Jesus, from corner to corner, from door to door. But they all make fun of me and say, I'm a nobody, 
Well, praise him. Hallelujah. We, uh, <laughs> we're we trying something different this morning due to that our Internet is always trying to lead us in another direction and, and doing what it's supposed to do. But we praise and thank the Almighty this morning for having a way to work things out. Amen. Glory to God. Uh this uh um no we didn't had enough for you boy. let's pull let's see we'll say you for last brother boy <laughs> we'll say brother boy winkle for last y'all amen he don't do nothing but tell it like it is that's all he do glory to god i mean a lot of people don't like it but it's time for us to start facing facts and truth Glory to his name. Amen. We're so grateful to be back here again this morning doing what we love doing best, and that's preaching this gospel. Amen. The gospel is to be preached. Amen. Must be preached. We all must come under the hand of the Almighty. Amen. No matter how how old you are, how long you've been going to church. Hallelujah. Amen. He wants to redirect things in our life this morning and wants to set us free. 
Amen. So much wrong in this world and the society. And what troubles my heart is that obviously uh, the preachers and the believers have not obeyed the word of God. When you stop obeying the truth, uh, you're going to find yourself in a world of trouble. And that's what's happened this morning is that truth uh, has been done away with and every man for himself, and uh, you get yours, I get mine. And seems to be that's the way uh, the world uh, is thinking this morning. Well, uh, I'm here this morning to talk about what is all of that about. Let's get that out of there. I don't know. I want to talk about... Uh, the relationship of two brothers. Very familiar scripture. Uh, it's about Cain and Abel. It's about the sacrifice that these brothers brought before the Lord and the jealousy and the rage and all what this thing brought about and the relationship of these two wonderful brothers. And this morning, as I look over the land yesterday and all the times before, I'm reminded of the Bible. And what I'm reminded of of the Bible is that I see that the word of God is true and correct this morning. And we have not obeyed the voice of God. We've done everything that he told us not to do. What's so hard this morning about obedience? I heard the Lord said that obedience is far more greater than sacrifice. Uh, I heard one verse of scripture. It said, what will a man give for his life? What will he give for his life? What good would it do him to gain the whole world and still lose himself? Father, we thank you this morning that we're alive and we're able to articulate this word and that that we don't understand. You said you would bring it to our remembrance. We ask you to work in our mind this morning, work in our heart, bring all things to remembrance that we may remember your word today. Help us to study, to be quiet. Help us to obey the voice of the living God. Help us to walk upright today. Father, forgive us of all of our sins, these old sins of commission and omission. Father, we want no more of it. We ask you to deliver now. And those that are listening this morning that need deliverance, are tired of the sin business and wants to be free, 
Father, according to your word, you said if we ask, you would do it. You said call upon you, and you would answer. We call upon your name this morning, ask you for true deliverance, ask you to set the captives free, give us what we stand in need of. We pray for those that are in leadership, those that are lost, those that need a way out. We ask you to have mercy on the Father. We ask you to look upon our children, Father. Look upon Shaman and the rest of them kids of mine. Look upon them, Father. Bring them back to you. You alone is worthy this morning, Father. Oh, God, we need you this morning to do that what we can't do on our own. Have mercy this morning, Father. Set these that are bound free. Set them free this morning, Father, that they may understand that you are the true and living God, and that beside you there is none other. We call upon the Elohim God this morning, Jehovah God. We call upon your name this morning, asking you to move by your spirit. Have thine own way this morning in this service. Touch us. Touch us with your unfailing outstretched hand this morning. Open these doors, Lord, that cannot be opened. Open our eyes that we may see and our ears that we may hear and understand that the gospel need to be preached, that you may reach the hearts of men, and that you will remove all the barriers that hinders and block your word from having free reign in our life this morning, Father. Oh, you and you alone are worthy this morning, God. Move like never before over the service this morning, Father. Draw me closer into a deeper relationship with you. We thank you this morning, Father, that your word will not return void, but it will do what you started to do. Ask you to move and have thy own way, the sick and the shut in, those that are far and near. Move by your spirit this morning, Father. Captivate us with your love. Oh, Father, you and you alone are worthy this morning. We are Prayer rooms going on all over the world. The more they pray, Satan, like the more, hallelujah, things are going forth in this world. Oh, Father, but I ask you to bless that we'll be able to go down and get our PA system, Father, and that we'll come out in these streets where all the murder is at and ask the people's Father, did you get satisfaction in your murdering? What did it do for you? Have your way today is my prayer, Father, and I give you all the praise and the honor and the glory belongs to you, for you are the most high God. Hallelujah. Until you be the glory. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. Amen. I'm not going to be before you long. I got a few visiting. I got some visiting to do. Uh-oh. Thank God I didn't cut it off. Every time I touch this telephone, it wants to cut off. The home phone didn't want to work, so I found out how to uh, get the computer to play some music. That's why the music is kind of slow and acting up. But uh, I'm going to work on this today, praise him, hallelujah, work on my other computer and see if I can just get my office back together in here where I'll be able to just preach this gospel and be able to play my music, 
be able to entertain myself by the will of the Almighty. This world is in trouble this morning. Hallelujah. Murder is everywhere. If you're not murdering with your knife or your gun, you murder them with your mouth. Glory to God. The Bible says we shouldn't we shouldn't speak evil of nobody. Hallelujah. Oh, have mercy. Try to stretch my back out. Oh, thank you, Father. Amen. Let us go into the word this morning. Amen. I believe I want to start in uh uh-oh. Did Luke, Luke what? Let's go to Luke 10 and 23. It reads, Cunning to them, well, we got to go back and get a foundation. Let's go back a little further. Uh, 22, everything has been handed over to me by my father, and no one knows who the son is except the father, nor who the father is except the son. And he to whom the son chooses to reveal to him, hallelujah, turning to them privately, he said, blessed are the eyes that see what you see. For I tell you that many prophets and kings have longed to see what you see, but they did not see it. And to hear what you hear, but they did not hear it. The 25th verse said, now a certain teacher of the law got up. See, we got a lot of teachers, hallelujah, that's teaching the law still. But we're not under the law. Hallelujah. The law is a shadow of that which was to come. Hallelujah. They tell me that he came in the flesh. Hallelujah. But he say this particular uh, teacher, uh, he got up. Uh, got up to put him to a thorough test. He asked, teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And you know what Yahshua told him? He asked him, what is written in the law? How do you read it? The teacher of the law answered, you must love the almighty Yah with your whole heart your whole soul, your whole strength, and your whole mind, and your neighbor as yourself. Then Yahshua told him, you've answered correctly. Do this, and you will live. But he wishing to uh, absorb himself. See, <laughs> man always want to beat himself on the chest, amen, as if he had some kind of control or something over this word. You know, oh, that was a good sermon. Oh, you preached. But how many got reached? How many actually was reached? Amen. I heard the prophet said yesterday she was blessed by the service. She didn't tell me I enjoyed the preacher. Hallelujah. Uh, make me think like Reverend uh, Bullwinkle say. 
the preacher, you wonder why he preached so well, because the sister sitting on the front row ain't got no scarf over their big old legs. Yeah. All this is in the gospel this morning. The teacher uh, went on to say, uh, what is written in the law, him? What is written in the law? How do you read it? Teacher of the law answered, you must love the almighty Yah with all your heart, your whole soul, your whole strength, your whole mind, and your neighbors as yourself. And Yahshua told him, you've answered it correctly. Do this and you will live. See, we're trying to live, but we haven't loved like we're supposed to. But he wishing to absorb himself, asked Yahshua, Jesus, and who is my neighbor? See? And Yahshua replied, a certain man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell amongst the robbers who stripped and punished him and plumbered him and ran off, leaving him half dead. Car cardentially, a certain priest was coming down that road and seeing him pass on the other side. But that's that's not what I really want to talk about this morning. I want to really stop right here at this verse 27, where he said, you've answered correctly, do this, and you will live. And let's go back to Genesis, the fourth chapter. Let's go back to what Cain Peel Abel. You know, last night, this morning, when I got up, the news reported that, excuse me, they found a woman dead uh, over here on Bissonette. You know, that's my neighborhood. You know, that's the way I roll. Um, Bissonette. Every week, someone is dying in the streets. Woman, man, boys, girls. No respect to person. Hallelujah. But as I read my scriptures, the Bible says, Thou shalt not kill. But I find this morning that the first murder started, amen, with the man of God, Adam. Adam, amen, bore sons, and he bore two. It's kind of like me. I have a, a, a five biological, let's see, is it five, four biological. And, oh, probably about three or four others. Amen. And sometimes I can see the difference in my sons. So one, I tell him, don't tell the other one what I do for him. Because the other ones get angry at him and angry at me. But he's the one that always, amen, coming and seeing about his daddy. Then the other one, he always called and texts me, seeing about his daddy. But the other ones, they will, amen. I have nothing bad to say about my sons because we don't know what's going on in the mind of our children this morning. You don't know what's going on in your child's head. The only thing you see is that that boy, that girl don't call. Hallelujah. Pray for them. They're alive. It'd be like uh, Bishop Bullwink would say. He said some of them is down there uh, crying because they didn't make bail 
And because you didn't put no money on the commissary, she better be glad they're in jail or else she'd be down there at the grave site visiting him or her. So this morning we want to talk to you concerning this incident that happened in Genesis, the fourth chapter. And I want you to see the similarity of what we're dealing with this morning. We're not going to be before you long. Father, bless this word. I thank you, Father Lord, that you quickened me and you told me to come and you would speak through your servant this morning for your people. I pray that this word will touch you, bring you to remembrance that you will learn to forgive. And when you forgive, don't come up with I won't forget. Because if you don't forget it, you ain't forgave it. Some things, sometimes somebody asks me and say, you don't remember? I say, no, I don't remember a lot of things. I don't want to remember those things, hallelujah, what I used to be or what I used to do, other things that used to happen, hallelujah. Some of those things, they man, is so, 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 so horrific, so, so pain. You know, I don't want to remember the passing of uh, my first wife, January the 22nd, which is my birthday. But how can you forget it? So therefore, since I can't forget my birthday, then neither will I forget her dying day. But at the same token, I don't have to grieve no more because he's given me deliverance. Hallelujah. He loved on me to show me that, you know, even though she's not here with you, it would have been 30 years, 33 years she and I would have been married. Hallelujah. But for some unseen reason, it didn't happen. So I must go on. Hallelujah. But this morning, we're going to talk a little bit about what happened here. We need to know what happened. You see, the verb known is a splendid exemplicity uh, for sexual intercourse. It describes in intimate relationship that includes order or passion, but also maturely and oneness. This was an act of pre-creation, but most likely not the first sexual reunion between Adam and Eve. The name Cain is related to a word meaning a, a craftsman, a metal worker. But it also sounds like the Hebrew word translated, I have acquired. At times in Genesis, the meaning for the name is taken directly from its example, Ishmael. In the 16th verse, 16th chapter 11 verse, and other times the meaning is based on a pool, a word that sounds similar to the name itself. Hallelujah. We have no explanation of the name Abel as we have with Cain. Perhaps after Abel was murdered, the parent looked back with sadness on the bravery of his life and called him Abel, meaning vapor, because his life was over so quickly keeping sheep and tilling the ground were adequately valid occupants, occupation. 
that reflect merely different interests of two brothers, not their character. The story of Cain and Abel begins a month in Genesis of compelling, competing sons like Esau and Jacob. You know what I'm talking about over the 25th verse chapter, Esau and Jacob. So we start reading here in the fourth chapter of Genesis, where it says, Now Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bore Cain and said, I have acquired a man from the Almighty. Then she bore again, this time his brother Abel. Now Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And I want you to reflect back. I want you to reflect back. Uh, the Lord has given me some insight that in the in the word of God in Genesis 1, he spoke to Adam, and he told Adam, he said, Adam, since you didn't hearken to the voice of the Lord and hearken unto the voice of your wife and obeyed her, didn't obey me, cursed is the ground. We have got to get people up off the ground and begin to get them heavily minded so they'll stop being so selfish, so self-centered, self-seeking, all about me. Let me get mine first. Hallelujah. You know, yesterday I was, I pulled up into um, Sam's Club. My wife said gas was one ninety nine at Sam's Club. I said, well, okay, I'll stop by the car wash and just blew off some of this mud off of my truck, and I'm going to run down 50 miles and go and pick up a deer. A friend of mine, he killed me a nice a nice buck, and uh, uh, he gave half to uh, my cousin and half to myself. You know, he gave me half. So I went, and I and I got it, and, and I'm going to go and share it. I'm going to share every piece of it. And I'm going to believe the Almighty because of me sharing what I have. He's going to bless me to go down and get my own. You know, I like the sport of giving. Hallelujah. Um, when I pull up, all of these lines was going um, in an east direction. And the arrows, you know, at, at Sam Club, they have arrows. The arrows is telling you that's the only way for you to pull in. So everybody's tank was on the right side. It was amazing. There were no left side tanks. Like on, on the Buick LaCrosse, the tank is on the uh, uh, left side of the car, the driver's side. Of, no, the tank is on the passenger side of the car. Let me see. Yeah, it's on the passenger side. So it would have made, made us, you know, been right. But since everyone at that place tank was on the left side, they had to follow that arrow and get in line. So when I looked and saw this whole lane open, I pulled in there and the hose wouldn't work. So I backed it up. I backed up close to the pump and I began to put the gas in. I told my wife, I said, I'm going to start something. See, you can start something this morning. Hallelujah. All you got to do is begin to do what no one else is doing. And as I backed up, began to put the gas in the car, the lady in the Jeep, they backed up. They were getting gas. 
they threw their thumb up, and uh, she said, that was good, that was good, that was good. So I started something in a lane that had no one in it. See, you are in a lane this morning, and you are in that lane by yourself, but you think that, glory to God, that, you know, nobody's going to listen to me, nobody's going to believe me, no, nobody's going to do this. Hallelujah. You got to start something. You got to have a mindset like Michael Jackson. Got to be starting something. Hallelujah. Michael Jackson's song, that song say, you got to be starting something. You know, you got to be a starter of something. We're so business and so careless, amen, with our lives <coughs> until we don't care enough about starting anything unless we just want to start our engine or whatever. But anyhow, we see that this boy came. Hallelujah. He was a tiller of the ground. And the process of time, it came to pass that Cain bought an offering of the fruit of the ground to the Almighty. Abel also bought of the first fruit of his flock and their fat. And the Almighty respected Abel and his offering, but he did not respect Cain and his offering. And Cain was very angry, and his countenance fell. Now look at here this morning with me. You had an opportunity to do the right thing. But instead of doing the right thing, you felt like, amen, you know, as long as I just give something, I'm a, I'm gonna just bring something. You don't want to. Some people go to the store. They're so lazy, and some don't have time because they don't prepare. They'll go get an apple pie or something from the store rather than get in their own kitchen and be proud. Some people try to disguise. It's like we get potato salad from Sam's Club, and we put the 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 the, the, the little uh, what you call a little thing that goes that they put inside of the olives. We put those things in there, and we uh, kind of deuce it up a little bit, put a little uh, pickles in it and a little pickle juice. And everybody said, oh, that's some good potato salad. Uh, who made it? Walmart. Walmart don't make no like No, but I added my take to it. Oh, it's so what if? You see, but I could have lied and said I did. But instead of lying, hallelujah, I told the truth. And that's what happened here, amen, between Cain. We got to stop the lying so that we can start living and stop dying. Do you not know lying will kill the spirit of truth? Lying will keep you out of the blessing of God. The Bible said that no liar should tarry in his eyesight. He said, oh, who among us, liars, adulterers, and all these such type people, hallelujah, they will have their part in the fire that burned with brimstone. Am I right about it? Hallelujah. The Lord will have respect of your offering this morning. You see, when I go and, and, and give this dear hallelujah, to the man, I'm not going to tell the man I killed the deer. I'm going to tell him a friend of mine whom I hunt with. He said, since you guys did not have a chance to go down and get your deer, 
I'm going to divide this nice deal up between you and your cousin. You see, because when we, you know, we allow him to go and hunt upon the land that the Almighty has given us as a family, we allow them to hunt. He has property closer to Houston than my property that is 130 miles outside of Houston, out toward Huntsville, Texas. So I haven't had a chance to get down, but I'm going to try and make me some arrangements to get down tomorrow after prayer. I'm going to go to prayer tomorrow if the Lord let me live, and I'm going to call my friend up and see what he's doing tomorrow, and I'm going to try to go down, and then I want to try to get down around Louisiana. Y'all pray for me. Uh, Friday or Saturday, because I came up with another idea. Instead of me trying to make my way around, back around through Shreveport, just go up to Lake Charles, get my PA equipment so I can come and stand on these street corners where they're doing all these killings there, I and the prophetess, and we're going to cry out. Hallelujah. We're going to cry out. We're going to bring songs of Zion. We're going to bring a, a, a Bishop Bullwinkle and let him tell him, hell no, to the hell no, no. Hell no. Stop all that mess in the church. Jeremiah 7 chapter, it tells you you shouldn't do what you're doing in the church. And then leave church and just as selfish as can be. My God from heaven. We're coming to a close. It says, the Lord had respect. Hallelujah. So the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? And why has your countenance fallen? If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin lies at the door. You got to do well this morning, people. Or your sin will keep you from coming across the threshold. You can't just block sin, walk over sin throw up excuses for your sin, you're going to have to recognize and realize that I have sinned. You know me. I don't have a problem. I tell everybody about what I've, what, what I've done. You know, when the enemy tried to take me off, amen, a few months back, hallelujah, and I was drinking Budweiser's one to 24 of them, and ain't nobody going to tell on themselves like me. But i got to be free because i got to preach this gospel. There ain't no intoxicant booze or no drugs or nicotine or nothing else going to take me and keep me, and I'm not going to come here and protest about it so somebody that's praying that love a man apostle can pray for him. Hallelujah. No, I'm not above sin, but I'm certainly not living in it neither. Hallelujah. So the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? Some of us is angry this morning. Don't be angry. The Bible said, let not the sun go down on your anger. The Bible said, anger is cruel to the grave. Hallelujah. You don't want to be angry about a situation. He said, be angry and sin not. Hallelujah. Don't have road rage and start shooting. Amen. Oh, it's so much. You know, I'm going to start writing down all the dates and the stuff that happened, and I'm going to just start bringing you bad news, bad news, bad news, bad news, and see what you think about nothing but bad news. Hallelujah. Why are you angry, man? And why are your countenance fallen? Why is it failing you? If you do well, 
You're going to be accepted. This is the Father talking. And if you do not well, sin lies at the door. So if you're angry this morning, hallelujah, it's because of sin. No, I ain't did nothing. They did it to me. It's still sin, my dear. If you are angry because they stole your car and drove it off in the bio, certainly you have a right to be angry. But now you just start hating on the thief. I wish I I, I wish I wish he'd have drowned in it. Sin, repent. You need to repent. If you do not well, sin lies at the door. And it desires as for you. But you should rule over it. See the desire for the sin this morning is that it just keep you bound and down that you never stand up and fight the fight of faith. That right, Leo? Is that right, Leo? Leo talking to us this morning. That's right, Leo. For you should rule over the sin. Now Cain talked with Abel, his brother, but it came to pass when they were in the field, the ground, remember, that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and killed him. Killed him over just a little sacrifice. Something that belongs to God. Something that was dedicated, hallelujah, and consecrated. But you can't give give him no anything this morning. You see, the same way that Cain, amen, killed Abel, you are killing your neighbors. You're killing your relationship and your marriage. You're killing the relationship of people in the church. You're a busybody. But all you have to do is say, Father, work in my heart. Myself and everyone else get angry. But, you know, in the midst of the anger, I still got to love my neighbors. They have not done what they should have done, which was right for them to do. But even in the midst of it, when his son rose up against me and I told I told him, get out of his way. He's about 21. I told him, get out of your son's way. I'm just going to put these hands on him, and he'll respect me. But the daddy stood between the 21-year-old son and me. Well, the son provoked me, called me a lie, stood up in my face. Yeah, I'm going to put my hands on him. You need to pray for me because you're not going to run up in my face like you're going to bully me because you're younger than me. I'm going to hit him with that rope of dope that Muhammad Ali showed me back in 1969. Muhammad Ali was 29, and I was nine. And right there on the corner of Lowndes Avenue, I was boxing at Progressive Amateur Boxing Center under the authority of Reverend Ray Martin. You can't pull a gun or shoot a knife with boxing gloves on. So Muhammad Ali, he showed me some of the stuff that he knew when I was nine. I ain't forgot it. And it worked, too. <laughs> Apostle, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. I ain't ashamed of myself. You got to tell it all. Hallelujah. I'm not going to sit here all sanctimonious and holy. (laughs) Ooh, bless his holy name. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And Cain went and talked to his brother. And the Lord, the Lord turned around and the Lord said to Cain in verse 9, of the fourth chapter of Genesis. Uh, where's, where's Abel, your brother? Uh-huh. He said, I don't know. Am I my brother's keeper? And he said, 
What have you done? See, the Almighty knows. He knows this morning. Hallelujah. What have you done? Mm-mm-mm. What have you done? The voice of your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. Cursed is the ground. So now you are cursed from the earth. Now, I want you to remember that by this man being cursed from the earth, he didn't die. He went on to have children. You got to read on down, and you'll see how many children this man had. And would you think that his children is cursed? Yes. How can an evil tree bring forth good fruit? You check that out. He said, what have you done? The voice of your brother blood cries out to me from the ground. So now you are cursed from the earth, which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you, will, when, when you till the ground, it shall no longer yield its strength to you. Food going to be messed up. Those of you that are listening, that is murdering people with your mouth, the one that killed that woman out there on Bissonette and all the other murders that has happened out here. Hallelujah. The police killing people and all this stuff. Hey, your ground's going to be cursed that you walk upon. Why? Because that man's blood, that woman's blood fell to the earth, and the Almighty received it this morning. Hallelujah. You ain't going to have no strength. And now you're fugitive and a vagabond. You shall be on earth. And Cain said to the Lord, my punishment is more, my punishment is greater than I can bear. Surely you have driven me out this day from the face of the ground. I shall be hidden from your face. I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond on earth. And it will happen that anyone who finds me will kill me. And the Almighty said to him, therefore, whoever kills Cain, whoever kills Cain, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. And the Almighty set a mark on Cain. He said, anyone finding him shall kill him. He said, if anybody kill him, they're going to be cursed. But then the Lord put a mark on him. The Lord still put the mark upon the man and said, if anybody see the man, kill him. So, you know, uh, God, he's an awesome God this morning. Hallelujah. He knows how, when, and what to do. Do you know this morning? Do you know this morning that sin must be punished? Sin must be punished this morning. We have to be punished for the sin. Father, we thank you this morning for an opportunity to bring your word. We pray over it this morning, those that are listening, those that will get this thing in the, in the archives. Those that were here, give them a ear here this morning. We'll give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor, for you are worthy. Hallelujah. Bless his name this morning. I praise and I worship him this morning because I know who holds my future. Do you know who holds your future this morning?
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.